0: Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars.
1: Hi, I'm Sue Rose Minahan host of Talk Cosmos' this weekly astrological conversations, leading edge conversations with wonderful astrologers. And this week has a special guest. Once in a while during the month, there is room away from our three panels. It is July 4th. It is the United States birthday of declaring the fact that we're independent. And, of course, that's a big question. Independent for what? Why? How? Well, we are going to further... Oh, yes, there we go. Here the fireworks, exclaim excitement. It's always wonderful to be authentic, to be true to yourself. And the title today is the lunation cycle. Cancer, the moon, that, I mean, the sun that we're... The, the sign of the sun is... Uh, traveling or visiting, you might say, is in Cancer, and that is ruled by the moon. Great partnership up there in the sky. So it's the lunation cycle. Sabian symbols and numerology, if I could talk correctly, numerolo- numerol- numerological patterns, numbers, numbers, numbers. The universe is vibrational and it's all about numbers. So with this perspective, which will be spoken better than I hear tonight, uh, we will synthesize later at the half hour of the United States solar return, because every year, regardless if you're a person or a country or a business, the sun returns and there's a message in that connection with the sky at that moment relating back to the natal birth of that moment. So Sabian symbols, what are they? They're images and metaphors. They describe the degrees, each of the 360 individual degrees of the zodiac. And this understanding provides life lessons and material that are revealing to the journey of self realization. And they're based on spiritual guidance. The f- they were first arrived in 1925 clairvoyantly by Elsie Wheeler, and then Mark Edmund Jones, an older astrologer, a great astrologer, interpreted them. And later, Dane Rudger, who's a humanistic astrologer and author who pioneered modern transpersonal astrology and very much a touchstone, keystone, master of astrology for these days created a whole outline of this journey towards self-realization so with this brief introduction of that let me introduce my wonderful speaker tonight and today and that is justin crockett elsie and by the way you'll notice that his name has two t's not just one and you can find justin on facebook and we'll give his email justin's an archetypal astrologer. He provides in-depth transformational astrology, numerology consultations when he analyzes natal progressed and lunar return charts. And Justin works with the Sabian symbols to maximize potential on that soul's journey, each one we have, to live our authentic self. And he answers uh, remarkably any question you might have. He's totally a, a very astute kind, caring astrologer. Justin's a spiritualist medium also focusing on communicating with spirits to relay messages across realities from their loved ones who have moved to the other side. And he sees this as part of his life purpose, that service to spirit, to heal relationships. Justin Elsie does individual mediumship readings, conducts seances. He's a certified Meditation teacher and a certified Reiki practitioner, and specializes in animal Reiki. I am, I love the animals. It's like anybody that loves the animals, I love. Okay, so Justin is located in the Northwest near Seattle. And if you go to talk cosmos and you can find his is under Justin Elsie on Facebook. Hi, Justin. I'm so glad. Oh, th- you. Th-
2: Thank you so much for that introduction, Sue. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. How are you doing oh, today?
1: I'm doing fine. Yeah, it's a complete one and it's good. I know we've talked about this and what a great celebration. It works really well having it on the fourth and um, I think you were going to introduce your own astrology, if I'm correct, and then you yes. have a question. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: I, yes. So for those astrologers who are listening who may be curious about my astrology, I am a Cancer. I'm a sun sign Cancer, and my Moon is in Virgo, along with with uh, with Pluto in Virgo. So I do in depth analysis. I like to get down into details, and my ascendant is Gemini. So and I have <laughs> Jupiter. I have Jupiter in Pisces in the 10th house. And I'm currently, and my Saturn is in Aquarius conjunct my south node in my ninth house. So I'm currently going through my second Saturn return, my Jupiter return, and my Mars return this year.
1: (laughs) Voila. And I know that you have a course that we'll talk about later at the half hour. So that's really going to be a great impetus. Let me ask you here, how about numerology and astrology what is that relationship
2: well let me first say that um in my in-depth studies of astrology um and i was first doing numerology first then i got into astrology because i realized they're actually the same science and Mm -hmm. you know in vedic astrology numerology is huge the in vedic astrology they assign numbers to the planets and um in Western astrology, I think it's a blind spot. Uh, I think it's it's been sort of separated out and astrologers don't really pay attention to the numbers versus just a one dimensional way. Yeah, it just tells me what uh, deacon uh, or, you know, term that, that where the planet's at in the chart. But Dane Rudyard, one of my favorite astrologers and who I read so much about, Dane Rudyard said the ultimate secret or mystery to astrology is the numbers because we know it's all mathematics so there there is a really strong connection and if you and if an astrologer really understands sort of the measurement because numbers measure vibration frequency and sound numbers are a measurement or de- defining uh, def- definition tool and um i think in vedic astrology they recognize this solely and they you know they really use the numbers and i think if western astrologers got more into it it would help with um uh where we need to uh rectify charts and so it's a really a tool that brings in another new depth and analysis within astrology
1: i like this particularly because i know in astrology we look at uh, double features or double signatures, or however we express that, you know, replicated, and especially if we see it three times, then we know yes, this is a real message. It's just presented in different ways. So the numbers um, have have meaning more than just counting how many beans in this pile versus tomatoes in that pile.
2: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And and if I may, I just want to kind of give sort of people. A, a couple examples here for an astrologer's point of view how numbers can be give you some insight into things so for example just really quickly the meaning or somewhat of a archetypal meaning of the nine numbers uh, One, the number one is usually associated with Sun but it's very Aries like so if a person's born on a one day that you know they'll tend to be more of an individual there's a very more of an Aries or Capricornian or or sun type of of Aries, Mars, sun type of personality. Uh, uh, So one represents individuality and independence. Two is associated with the moon and it's about relationship and balance and harmony. It's a very Aquarian Libra-like number. And so when you see this a lot in, uh, for example, if a person's born on a 29 day, for example, uh, nine kind of represents the group structure, a very Neptunian number this is a person that's very aware of all the relationships in the group so it kind of tells you there they have a lot of very strong uh libra aquarian tendencies Mm -hmm. and they've got something in those in those signs uh number three is the magical child it's it's associated with jupiter which uh rules pisces and so we see this as a very creative emotional compassionate number and it rules the third house of communications and emotions and so uh, for example, i give you something that's one of these definites. When a person is a life path of a 30 or born on a 30-day, 30 day three zero, strong, strong, creative. Uh, it's the archetype of the artist. Uh, life paths of fours are uh, the, the four numbered. It's is about foundation and structure and geometry is a square. So this is a very Capricornian. Again, Aries type of energy, Cancer as well, because Cancer rules the fourth house. So, but it's a little bit around authority and structure. And so, uh, fours tend to be very grounded, very like cosmic order. Um, so, you know, there's something that's kind of uh, Virgo or C- uh, Capricornian like with that energy. Fives, associated with the planet Mercury in Vedic astrology, uh, it's the Gemini, it's about diversity of experience in life. And uh, sixes, is related to Venus in Vedic astrology, and so it's the sixth house in the chart. So there's some things around Earth and uh, resources here, and also work and health. And so there's a need of, be, of being responsible of service. Is really the six energy seven number of spirituality. It's the number out of time. It's the in all traditions seven directions in Native American spirituality, seven loves in the Bible. It's a it's a very inward turn moon-like number serious associated with the moon in vedic astrology but also kind of virgo-like very quiet serious and analytical sevens it's all about how much they know they're very intelligent and they uh, tend to analyze like to analyze their world um sort of that virgo analyze their inner and outer world Eights, number of manifestation Eights, the number of money in chinese astrology it's associated with saturn um and also the leo card and the tarot so it's it's sort of about manifesting and it's sort of the end of almost the end of the numbers it's about harvesting and manifesting and i guarantee you 100 percent of the time i've seen this in charts and numerology when a person's born on an eight day they will at some point in their life have their own business 100 percent of the time i've seen it consistently or they'll want to pay themselves in their own in their life and so this also has some relationship to the second to eighth houses about resources and worth and and material worth and manifesting that and the last number which is the nine it's kind of a Neptunian number of course Vedic astrology doesn't look at Neptune or the Pluto those those outer planets or Uranus but nine has a very uh, Virgo uh, Neptunian energy to it Of you know the nine and the Tarot is the Hermit so nines are There's an aspect of nine liking to be alone they see the bigger picture in the room and it's around completion so that's sort of how that plays out but it's really if you look at a person you don't have their chart and you look at their numerology you're like wow you can start to see numerical patterns really when you start to get in depth of it and you can already see astrology without even looking at the chart just looking at the birthday numbers
1: I really appreciate that. I, I, I am interested in numbers, and this is a good basis. Yeah. So, and and I've, if more could be said, great. If with this relationship then to the lunar cycles and the phases and this pattern, I suppose yes. maybe that's the next step to
0: yes so
2: i i you know that virgo analytical i was getting down into it and i was analyzing because every year i like to do people what's called a personal year cycle and this is something Mm. else that i found it's amazing um when we look at the lunar nodes start there the lunar nodes are an 18 year cycle but a half nodal return is nine Mm. years half of that right And what happens is that when people go through a half nodal return or full nodal return, they have some dynamic change in their life, or they will have change Mm -hmm. guarantee you hundred percent half nodal returns and nodal returns. Well, in numerology, there's, what's called this nine year cycle. Uh, And it's a birthed, you know, a nine year cycle, one year is a year of beginnings. And in nine years, a year of completion and endings. And so um, this is, so how you get a personal personal year and in, in uh, numerology, you add the month and the day, and you add it to the current year. So this is how we get the person's personal, what personal year they're in. So I was doing charts, and I thought, hmm, I wonder for every new moon and full moon this year, what personal numerological day a person was on? Because you can also break the numerology down to specifically to numerological days. Um, and so, for example, I had this client, and it was they were in a five-year, so then... I looked at the month of January and I'm like, okay, what's the new moon and their personal day? And lo and behold, I started to find out that the person was on the same numerological day for every new moon in the first part of the year. And then there was sort of this slight adjustment in the middle of the year. And then they were on the same numerological day for every full new moon they're on out. And then the full moons was the same thing. So there seems to be, so I was like, wow, there's a pattern here that's very important. That there's there's a there's a theme to every new moon and full moon in a person's life what house that's happening in and if we understand the numbers in the numerology it kind of tells you what they're going through with this new moon and how it's affecting them so i saw sort of in the beginning of the year there's a pattern then it kind of morphs around june or july and then there's a, a strict pattern for the second part of the year so, it's 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 you know, and as we know the mm. importance of the moon, it's the most. It affects our lives daily. You know, as you think about it, every month the moon conjuncts every planet, and yes. so it it affects our emotions. It affects how we feel. It affects the Earth's magnetic field. So our body has electromagnetic fields. So it affects our emotions scientifically. Affects women's cycles. Men have cycles. So yeah i found this amazing lunation pattern and so i do a chart now for people where they're in a personal year and then i list all the new moons and full moons of the year and what house it's showing up for them and then what's the numerological pattern for the year so there's a numerological pattern and i'm going to include this in a book that i'm writing that is about lunation cycle and patterns
1: this is going to be exciting and i'm thinking too because we know that remembering when you talk about lunation cycles for the audience because many are astrologers but for those that aren't we know that there's the new moon that we can't see there's a full moon that hey it's shining everywhere it's big and fat and 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 making it bright and then of course there's a quarter moon but there are these either eight or twelve cycles and that we relate that cycle to all the other planets, you know, of like beginning, growth, seeding, bursting, fulfillment, and then releasing, and and going back down. So, but I'm thinking when you said it was June, July, that's right around the solstice, right? Mm-hmm. So in a way, yep. it's a solstice event too, which I love to see life related to this. It's so basic to our whole nature, light. You know, how right. much late, whether...
2: It... Yeah, exactly. When the earth goes as far as it goes, and then it starts to come back. So you're so right. That that change I see in the lunation cycle with the numerology, that's when it reaches its pinnacle and it starts to come back. And then there's a pattern on the, on the downside.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I think with Sabian symbols, which, you know, as an astrologer, I have a couple of books on it and you look at it, but it is quite a study. I mean, it takes insightful knowledge as yourself so because but just researching a little bit i noticed that i think it was dan ruchar that also was noticing the same essence because and tisha and all that which is another whole astrological which gets a lot of people confused so but between ourselves but for those that aren't but the fact is is that this this um going from one solstice to the next and then as it replicates back, but there's something about Sabian symbols, too. Without all that, which might be more for some other conversation, what can you say about Sabian symbols? That's what maybe I need to know.
2: What's well, yeah, point? I. Um, so I um, I don't look at the Edmund Jones writings on it. I I, I follow Dane Rudyard. I love okay. Dane Radyar. Transpersonal, transpersonal, you know, as a philosopher and astrologer. And um, and you're right. It's, I think what we're really looking at, it's all cycles. You know, we look at the returns, we look at everything else, it's all cycles. And one of the great things about the Sabian symbols is that it's, you start to see, it's really sort of this um, discussion about individuality versus the collective. And and all the lessons that we're going through with all of that me versus the collective and psychologically working through all aspects of the personality. And ultimately, you know, and and one of the great things I like about the Sabian symbol, especially um, the ones, the the 30 degrees of Virgo, the last 30 degrees of Virgo is what's called the conquest of illusion and and that's 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 a great example of how that's what dane runyard called that last 30 degrees and that really kind of speaks to the whole aspect of virgo which is just pointing out one sign is that it's about analysis and going deep and trying to find the truth and ultimately they find that's what they're trying to do all along is conquesting that illusion which in the opposite end of the chart the pisces is putting out you know so um i think there's a real speaking about the saving symbols there's also a predictive thing here um and sometimes amazingly and 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 i know some other astrologers here in the northwest we we were looking at this uh, when we looked at the coming year we start to look at the saving symbols and sometimes they can be very literal um and so for example um last year during the the um the uh the election year one of the nice. moons right right around the time of the uh mid, or right around june to july august time frame there one of the sabian symbols for the moon was uh this the the uh the indian woman or indigenous woman introduces her white male lover to the tribe and i thought wow it really and it was actually right around the time that joe biden Kamala Harris and it really was like amazing and you start to get into the saving symbols and they quite literally explain people's emotions at a particular time in the collective um, there was something else I want to say about the study of saving symbols which uh, I, I sometimes see as a blind spot with astrologers doing this is people tend to round up so let's say the saving symbol is twenty eight point oh two degrees Everybody goes to 29 degrees and they ignore the 28 degrees, even though it literally says 28.02. And I think what a has got to have is read the 28 degrees because that's what you're bringing into the, the energy and then read the 29 degrees because that's what it's moving toward. But then if the planet's oh. retrograding, go backwards, look at the, the degree of the, the, the planet at 29.07 and then read the 28 degrees. Because that's okay. what it's moving back towards. So a lot of times astrologers, uh, you know, too often just round up. And I think they're missing part of the story. Uh, I just want to put that in as far as the study oh, of savings.
1: That's very special. Particularly, interestingly, from my knowledge, I have 29 degrees Virgo rising. So it's like, hello, thank you. Meaning on my descendant, it would be 30 degrees or 29 uh pisces but then that is the curious part because rounding off if you learn it in math they say well if it's before 50 which in because it's degrees it's actually 30 30 degrees so then you wonder okay is it really this which direction is it going so do you think that makes a real significance or just generally speaking uh uh-huh go ahead
2: I think generally speaking, not to, you know, and this is the Virgo and me getting really down deep yeah, in detail. Yeah,
1: here, yeah. Right? And me too. It's like,
2: okay, let's look. But but I think it's important to understand from a broad brushstroke that, that if it says 28 some degrees, don't ignore the 28. You know, don't jump to the 29 when you're doing, look at the 28 because a lot of times it applies because it's where they're at now yep. and what it's moving towards with the 29s.
1: You know, this is so great, because if we're looking at cycles, and that's what we're relating to, and we're looking at the moon, which, as we say, is the closest planetary object there, it's, we call it luna- uh, anyway, that it, because it turns so quickly, it goes through every two and a half days, a whole sign, in other words, nothing is static, it gets back to this whole idea, Einstein, energy is always changing, because we tend to think, oops, there it is, there's our table, there's our doorway, Forgetting that we go from one room to the next, or we put things on the table, it's just like static, you know. And we're also—it reminds me—we're just really leaving that 200 years cycle of earth-based consciousness, materialism, of how yeah. to even negotiate with each other, whether we are or aren't. And it's just like we can reframe how to connect our whole consciousness through this, like you say, the a little before, a little during, and where is it going? This whole movement
2: yeah 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 you have to know where you're where you're presently at and what you're bringing into the situation and then what you're moving towards you know the broader picture there so yeah, yeah. definitely
1: so which sabian books we have a couple of minutes before day and rurkhart i think a, a friend How'd is you? bequeathing me which i'm gonna pay her some for the mandala book which you can hardly find it's like i'm so excited really excited because i do have um Edmund Jones standard one that right. you know familiar, but there's so many of these Sabian books
2: i would I would highly encourage people to check out. There's now a, a repository for Dane Rudyards stuff online. I think it's called C- Cahaldi or Caldi. um i'll'll I'll look it up really quickly and give it to you, but it's it's a repository and so you can get a lot of Dane Rudyard's books um, and interviews uh, free. Uh, there's all these mm. PDFs of, all of his, a lot of his books. Um, one of my favorite, of course, is The Astrology of Personality. Um, yes. You know? <laughs> so, because I'm interested in human personality and behavior. And so that, I love his. But there is a website that uh, a lot of uh, scholars use now and astrologers use that it. it's a repository of like books mm. that are out of print and, and a lot of PDFs and a lot of good uh, stuff.
1: You know, it, Dane Rudhyar—he's a, a touchstone master, and that. But so, because I don't think. Well, back to the Sabian symbols. I don't think many people can get his mandala book. That's what I was referring to. But if they want to know how to get to look at Sabian symbols as a focus, just before we depart here, will there's question on? online about his approach of Sabians. Yes, series. there is.
2: Yes, there is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I would okay. also say, um, not to put in a plug for anybody, but uh, there is an astrologer here in the Pacific Northwest that knew Dane Rudyard personally, and I'm planning on interviewing him. He's got so many great stories about the day that Dane Rudyard was sick, and he went over to see him, and and that astrologer here in the Pacific Northwest is Ray Couture. He was a student oh, and yes. friend of Dane Rudyard, and he's got so many great stories of uh, of just that personal relationship and how Dane Rudyard thought. <sighs> and so you should uh, interview him sometime, Ray Couture. You know you know him, of course, but he's got well, so many great Well, I only met
1: him briefly stuff. through, and I appreciate this. This is good closing until we um, re- meet again after the half hour here. On with the East West Book Astrologers, which you're one of the bookstores that you have frequented and that was back in January thirtieth and Ray was right. on there and that C O U R uh wait, Okay. T U R E I think. But yes. Okay. But what when you interview him, how how was that like if a person goes
2: I don't know, I gotta how how are you it.
1: gonna find okay
2: we're okay. Gonna, okay.
1: People can out, connect. So,
2: yeah. But oh, I just right. wanted very to, he's, he's an amazing guy because he has so many personal anecdotes of knowing Dane Rudyard personally.
1: Extraordinary. Yeah. yeah. That's very important to get that link. Okay, folks, we are 4th of July celebrating. I'm with Justin Crockett, Elsie, and that's two T's, not one. And this, will be back talking about the USA and what messages we might get. Okay. Thank you. take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. Currently, we are in the period of cancer. By leaving a cycle based on connecting mental communication to the external, the energy of cancer involves emotions, which create our personal story through our emotional associations and attachments. As a cardinal water sign that is nurturing, cancer needs to process emotions in one's own internal rhythm of cycles
0: in order to complete an evolution. Hi, I'm Dr. Laura Tad. Please join me for an eight-week online course in personal mythology. In this course, we will explore some of the myths, the stories that shape who we are and how we walk through the world. Contrary to popular belief, a myth is not a falsehood, but rather a story that holds universal and collective truths. They are the stories woven through time, tethering us to our known ancestors and beyond. Using experiential exercises and reflective writing assignments, in this course you will come to know yourself in a new way. When you understand the story you are living, you can more consciously direct the narrative of your life. This class will be taught in an online platform, as well as over three Zoom calls. Class starts July 19th. For more information, or to register, please go to my website, mythicsky.com. Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or, if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So, grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Willie Bodrak, a retired expat from Seattle, now living in Mexico. You're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk 1150 AM, where we understand how to implement our free will through the cosmos. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150.
1: Oh my goodness be grateful in this life. Hi Justin. Hi Sue. <laughs> this is very wonderful. So I'm with Justin Crockett Elsie. Well there's two ways to get a hold of Justin. One is his name and you can always go to Talk Cosmos on the bio and fourth uh, season and Justin is there. I think he was third season too so twice and it's Elsie. that's e-l-z-i-e
2: Right? right at,
1: at gmail okay. yes at gmail and also on facebook so uh we are talking about the 4th of July with numbers and astrology sabian symbols we'll be talking about the us chart the return chart that we're all part of in this nation and How we might think about it, but I know that you have a class coming up, and we will be presenting that online for people to hear. But maybe would you tell us a little about it, like
2: four months starting? Mm -hmm. Sure. At the beginning of uh, the new moon, of course, I got to do it with a new moon cycle. Mm -hmm. So, beginning of new moon in September, I'm going to be doing a four month. Uh, to the end of the year, a four-month in-depth astrology course. And we'll be looking at, well, you know, starting out, of course, with the basics, but um, covering um, signs, planets, houses, aspects, and uh, studying the lunar nodes. And um, and then, of course, spending a lot of time with chart interpretation. So I'm really excited. It's going to be a really in-depth course. So it's, it's, it's no fluffy thing here and it's going to be uh really in-depth and insightful and
1: intimate i bet you know you have a few people yes. beyond zoom that's very yeah, it's, not going to be,
2: it's not going to be a large class so this is built more towards a lot of uh on you know helping people personally and, and doing a lot of um, coaching work and and looking at different charts and bringing in charts they want to look at and and helping them with analysis
1: Oh, that's extraordinary because a lot of times it one get needs that um, feedback. But I happen to know that that's September sixth because the new moon, I think, yeah, the new moon is September sixth as it is. So people that's that that'll be uh, what a gift to, and, and for aspects too, not just where are the nuts and bolts and how do they look, but actually apply them you know and get some feedback because that's the whole study after a while you know but it it right. takes time so i know you'll be a wonderful um thank you teacher. So this is great shall i pull up the chart then for the usa uh did you want to just solar the, did you want to see the buy will or did you just want to see um because i can put it on later or just put the, the solar return itself. Oh.
2: Can we just do the solar return one, the solar return?
1: Okay, got it. Then I will do this in a moment. Yeah, and you can, at um, least I think I will. Oh, I see what <laughs> happened. It'll take me a moment. So maybe you want to. No problem. Explore, yeah.
2: Well, yeah. So, you know, I think it's important to those people who are just learning astrology that what the solar return chart is, is where the sun at this point goes back to the same degrees this year as the natal chart in the united states and of course i particularly and a lot of astrologers like the Sibley chart because it was did come out 12 years in 1787 after the the end you know the revolution the united states and so Sibley was um he lived in the uk and uh he was very intimate or not intimate but he knew people in the colonies and so the Sibley chart is based on uh, firsthand experience. And so I, I like it, you know, and I'm, I mean, when people 200 years later come back and try to rework it, I, I kind of like to go back to the original source and I think he's probably the best source. And so I like that, you know, the Sibley chart, of course, the United States chart has an Ascendant of Sag, and we're a Cancerian nation and the moon is of course in uh, Aquarius.
1: Can you see that now, Nath? um justin the the chart did it show yeah
2: there it is yes
1: okay good and 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 also to mention not everybody is on youtube there are there's we still have our podcast audience which i'm very grateful for and i'm just glad that we're reaching to people and hoping to hear more from these people but yes so here we are
2: go ahead Do you you want me to kind of give you my thoughts on this? Is that what you want to do? Absolutely, yeah. And with
1: Sabian symbols in a way, I guess what I'm thinking is because obviously the sun is going to stay at its 13 uh, cancer at 19 minutes. But from a Sabian symbol viewpoint or numerology viewpoint, however you want to look at this, we look at it in which way.
2: 13 and 14 degrees yeah, yeah. but I want to just say as we step back first before you kind of look at this and we look at chart interpretation there are some themes that show up here we all know that before we jump into this that we just came out of a big pandemic that's kind of a restructuring on our society right you know Pluto and Capricorn tearing up that structure and that authority and foundation and so What I've noticed in my own clients, and I know other astrologers have noticed that people are now kind of stepping that foot back into the water. How do I feel about that? And, you know, what we see in this USA uh, solar return chart is where that's reflected. Um, And so thinking about that.
1: And I think, and Justin, you broke away for a moment, and I'm sure you're talking about the Pluto return. Is that what you're talking about? It must be because you, your your voice broke up for a moment.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. No, I said so. That's okay. Y- y- what I said, we just went through a pandemic and oh, it kind gotcha. of the structure okay, yes. of our lives. Thank you. And now, this collective, we're all trying to come out of this. Yes. Time okay. out. We're all coming out of this yep. time out and we're all trying to figure out where do we go from here, right? After okay. this big change. And That's you okay. actually see that reflected that kind of stepping our toe back into the water within the Sabian symbols, starting with this ascended in Aquarius at 27 to 28 degrees. So we look at the 27, we look at the 28. And it really talks about in the Sabian symbols, this car car battery and and kind of checking out how things are and I need to check out my world. And then there's also sort of this, uh, kind of having this intelligent foresight into what's going on, trying to get back into the collective it's an individual mental thing because in an Aquarius, an air sign. And so I think we is lost that the chart.
1: natal? Yeah, but that's the natal chart that you were talking about? Or no, the solar reach. Where is,
2: okay, because I, you,
1: and you just, where, yeah, okay. I'm so sorry here. Okay. And the 27 degree, because the ascendance 29, let's see, 20 where's the Aquarius that you were talking about? I just got lost. Pardon me?
2: Actually, it should be about 27 degrees. Uh, Okay. Then
1: mine is wrong. Well, let me recalculate this then and make sure 10 degrees. Cause you know, being in Hawaii, I get it too. um, So,
2: so let, while you're doing that, let me kind of talk to that. So we don't, miss any time here so one of the things we're dealing with the later degrees of Aquarius here is where um, it talks about in the Sabian symbols how there's sort of this testing of the waters testing of the car battery exactly and and trying to have some you know the trees sawed for winter and and what's coming up so there is sort of this mental uh, air-like energy around where people are trying to think about where do i go from here and i should also point out that this 20 that that degree that 27 degrees aquarius is also um the same degree as the moon the earth uh the the usa's natal moon is 27 degrees um and so there's some connection there because u.s moon is 27 degrees aquarius and the the sabian symbol at that time talks about sort of this what happens now and i need to kind of think intelligently and have some insight into what's coming up now the second thing that jumps out at me here and be, well it is the moon we always look, at, when we look at solar return charts, we look at the, the sun and the moon, but I wanna jump to the moon here as well. Uh, the moon is in Taurus, and it's uh, it's interesting that in the USA return chart that the... Um,
1: You're if, breaking if you, up a little bit. You're just breaking yeah, up, I the, okay, yeah
2: yeah okay. I, I i have done the the chart at with astro dance and so it's at 10:53 pm and at 10:53 pm which is at 27 degrees the aquarius by the way um and so then the uranus is right inside taurus in the second house and as we know this uranus is the planet of unusualness and change this is where we see um, You know new new currencies coming out cryptocurrencies it's in the second house of values but that moon is conjunct uranus and taurus in our usa solar return chart so there, you know uh taurus moon is about emotional security emotional and 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 i've got all my resources and so emotions is tied to our 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 security and the Sabian symbol specifically talks about that that uh, 18 degree to 19 degree moon specifically talks about the inadequacy of past knowledge in times of crisis, meaning how we did it in the past ain't going to work towards going to the future. So this is one of these times where I'm talking about how quite literally the, the Sabian symbol will speak to how we emotionally feel at this particular point in time. That's why I, I hope everybody listening today, check out the Sabian symbols, they will blow you away. Um, and how it how it's um, talking about. And of course, then the 19 degrees talks about refusing the past and, and, and facing issues head on. And so this is what you see happening in the collective right now. Look at all the stories coming out that people don't want to go back to that low paying job in a cubicle and a big high rise. People are like, wait a second, the way we've done it in the past is wrong. And because, of course, Taurus rules the second house of resources and money and and how we get paid in our life, second to eighth house. This is the time when people are going to, this is a great time to start your own business. This is a great time mm-hmm. to think differently about money, think differently about what's valuable. And and you see that happening in the collective. So this here, this is very important in the USA solar return chart that, that Taurus moon conjunct Uranus, you're gonna to continue to see this upheaval and change in work and how we value work and money and our use of resources. And of course, we're going to, you know, cryptocurrencies are going to continue on and become even more prominent at this particular point in time. So that's what it's really quite interesting. The saving symbols quite literally speak to with that moon and that ascendant, people trying to step their toe back into the water and that moon being about wait a second way i did way i got paid in the past screw this low-paying job you know let me do something differently you know it's about that emotional and resource security going on then the third thing i want to point out to people in this chart is the jupiter the jupiter and pisces and it's conjunct the ascendant there and it's but it's going retrograde so we know jupiter and pisces going retrograde is sort of this (laughs) kind of this reality kind of hitting us in the face of what we thought was really good, but now it's, you know, it's sort of a, a dose of reality happening there. Right. But the Sabian symbol with Jupiter, the great benefactor and how we grow and expand is, is the savings bill actually talks about commerce and about the marketplace and how we need to kind of, um, you know, squirrel away our, our, our savings and, and kind of get out there in the collective. So I, what I see coming out of this is is people step their toes back into the water and they reevaluate work. At the same time, um, every lot there's going to be a large focus on the economy. That and we see that happening. That will be really the large a large a large focus is on the economy. Um, yeah, that's that's what I would say there. And I, I don't want to keep droning on unless you had something to say, Sue.
1: I value this and first for our audience for the visual ones I apologize because depending maybe not Porphyry maybe it was Placidus somehow my ascendant is not so but for the for the but we'll so I want to make that clarification oh yeah I apologize like mine, I use, no I it's use okay because
2: yeah,
1: yeah and I did we didn't that was a detail and I could so it's fascinating that that here we are with a son in natally, in cancer of home, um, personal, uh, a family, um, our own stories, you know, uh, protection, all, all the wonderful elements of, of that and, and emotional stories. And our moon that rules that cancer sun is right. Our emotional ways uh, our perspectives are exactly how we're going to enter into our our, our uh, arena of ourself and our life. And collectively, it's the public, too, right. in, in right. large astrology. So that's just fascinating to, to, can I, to align can I min- with. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Can I
2: mention one other theme that I think is kind of important since today's July 4th? Is And and I'm going to go to the sun now, the cancer. And it's trying Neptune... That in Pisces. So, something to think about here, and I like to call this the astrology of patriotism, right? Um, The country is a family, right? We're a cancer nation, and the country is a family. And we know that with Neptuning, Neptune's not in Cancer right now, but when Neptune is in Cancer, the more negative aspect can be a a mandolin, uh, sort of this really emotional attachment to a to a family. And so I think that's somewhat of also a sub thing that's going on here and you know those people that feel a need to be attached to a family. And so it's something to pay attention to about emotional attachments. There's some people are so involved with a, being so overly patriotic that you, we see that with that kind of that Neptune trined with the sun and sort of that needing to be a part of the family. So there is a sub-psychological theme here around emotional attachments and, and, uh, and boundaries with family members, because we know there's going to be a large focus on family this year. Everybody wants to get back to the family, see the grandparents, but there is something here about, you know, we should, we should evaluate that. And, oh, and, and, and uh, that Neptune, Sun, Cancer, uh, uh uh pisces connection there and um and make sure that it's healthy make sure it's healthy that that emotional attachment to the nation the family is healthy and i think that what we saw in the pandemic a lot of people had that and then when it kind of you know the democracy is being torn down it blows people's world because they're so emotionally involved in the patriotical family of the nation that it, it kind of, kind of upset their world. So there's, there's something about in the chart here, an underlying theme of emotional attachments and family and wh- how we see family with that. And I just want to point out that that's an underlying. Excellent. Theme.
1: I love it. I love this because attachment is everything for uh cancer emotions it's the stories that we have told ourselves and who is our family this um, transit right now for the coming year that's on our minds with that moon energy of our attachments and families insecurity survival oriented taurus conjunct this this um, upsetting revolutionizing energy of 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 Iranis, um, it says, really, who is our true family? Because when it reminds me that when we connected back then, year plus a year and a half ago with this pandemic, approximately, it was like, yeah, we knew who our family was, and it was like reconnecting with them, like, oh yeah, I, I'm getting to know you again. I've been a little way and blah blah blah. And then now with all these mutable things happening and talking about the nodes too, you know, that are. Oh yeah. Oh,
2: that's another. So whole that, story. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, but what I'm getting it is, is that in a sense it's, it's um, we're, we're redefining our stories and our past and our traditions and letting go of our old beliefs and, and trying to incorporate um, what is truly what we are emotionally attached to. It's tricky times
2: you're spot on because the saving symbols <laughs> talk about the development of character. And that's mm-hmm. really what were you, there you go, where you, you, and that's what you were going around that head of the pin there. It's it's about the development of the character of the nation. And and now one other thing I forgot to point out that the sun, if we are looking at the solar return and the sun is in the fifth house, the sign of children, you know, the fifth house, which is children and creativity And so I do think there's going to be a continue to be a focus on the whole border and children thing. That's going to continue to be a theme for us in this country and the children, um, because the cancer in the fifth house in the USA solar return.
1: Yeah, here I'll drop. Of course, there's other. Yeah, I'll uh, stop sharing at the moment and go back to you. Um, something high because uh, all I can see was that it is fascinating I know that for the Sabian symbol of the sun it's an old man but that was at 14 so I didn't look at the 13 one because I rounded it off I think that's so important to realize to look at both these numbers and if you look yeah, at it one talks about th-
2: character, character growth and wisdom because yeah,
1: there's yeah. the shadow side and then there's the The elevated side, you could say, because the shadow, you know, we just have to get through those shadows, understand what they are until we can see more light and then rise to it. But you have to do a lot about purpose, I think. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. and, And it's funny, too, that you mentioned rise. Because when we look at the nodes, as we know, the Ketu, the South Node from Vedic astrology perspective, in the US, the USA solar return chart, it's conjunct the mid-heaven. And the north node, which is Ra, is conjunct the, the IC and Gemini. And the Sabian symbols actually for the USA solar return on the nodes speak to forced growth at this particular point in our lives, forced growth. And the North Node in Gemini is talking about mind versus matter and new beginnings and rising to the occasion. So, you know, and of course, there's this whole discussion about the whole um, the the that that sage being on the ascendant and now it's on the mid heaven. That there's sort of this need for freedom. That's sort of a catchword that's always been within the collective of the people that started this country as rebels and always needing that freedom um and so i guarantee you because the usa's uh, pluto's in capricorn 248 years from now or so we're going to go through another revolution it's just the the nature of the nation of the people that that started this country and i should note also for people that the exact pluto return is this coming february and february mm. is the exact degree pluto return.
1: Yeah, it's not far away, actually. And, of course, we're feeling all the tremors of its purging, transformational, dumping what isn't working, really not giving us, feeding us to like, okay, I don't know if I want to be a veg. Yeah, a whole other concept. It's really true. I love the idea of the whole numbers, too, because, like, just looking at, Well, here we have a few minutes and just remind people I am listening, not just, we are listening with Justin Crockett, LC, that's E-L-Z-I-E, and you can find him and this four month class coming up on September 6th, right around the beginning of the next season, where you can learn about what we're talking about a hands-on and 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 clue into your own thinking and isn't that what we're all wanting to do we want to get authentic and try to understand so that we're not always delineating it through a third party it's like let's just get one-to-one on this and have his class and so if you go to talk cosmos You can find Justin if you lose it all. Like, I didn't have paper at the moment. I can't write it down. Otherwise, we'll have a spot coming up. So you can subscribe to YouTube, Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. But it's been a wonderful conversation about numbers, astrology, uh, Sabian symbols, and the chart. I'll hand it to you if you have something. Because just looking at numbers, not just as one whole, but how they are made up. And also realizing that it's a cycle. Do you have thoughts that you wanna sort no, of no?
2: I, I just want to encourage Western astrologers to really openly embrace and 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 really check out the numbers and numerology. It'll it'll add depth to your practice.
1: Like today is four. Okay, so today we've been working on platform. I mean foundations. It's like, what are we looking at? What is the truth of this? Yes. But then it's seven. So we've been. Looking That's at the knowledge. Of it. The
2: foundation. That's the structure and foundation of knowledge.
1: Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of twos in this year too. So I guess we we can't do it alone, huh?
2: Well, the USA is in a seven year, so this is the year of analysis and fixing things. Ooh. it's a very Virgo number. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Justin. All right. Well, blessings to everybody. Happy. Uh, Not New Year, but Fourth of July. (laughs) Okay. Thank you you for
0: joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway.